We want to do a preview here of Dick's Sporting Goods. Its earnings are coming up before the opening bell tomorrow morning. It's our 360 round. Joining us now, Brian Nagel, Managing Director, Oppenheimer & Company, and Lee Boll, Senior Manager of Trader Education at Charles Schwab. Thank you both for being with us. Brian, as I was looking through um, the past earnings season overall, supply chain issues, inflation. Um, the term supply chain was mentioned at least once during the earnings conference calls of 341 S&P 500 companies from December through end of February. I mean, this is number one. How are you feeling about Dix? Well, good. Hey, Nicole, thanks for having me on. Look, I, you, I think you highlighted well. You know, most consumer companies are just extent dealing with with supply, you know, supply chain issues. But you know, as we think about Dick's report tomorrow, you know, this has been the case for pretty much every retailer and consumer enterprise reporting lately. That's just one concern now. You know, there's just there's a lot there's a lot going on here. So, look, I think I think Dick's to a certain extent will still be impacted by supply chain issues. I think the company's probably managing that well as it has for the last you know few or several quarters now. But what I'm more concerned with here is so tomorrow we'll get fourth quarter results from Dick's, but then also you know, presumably some type of guidance for the next year. And what I've been worried about for a while is this, what I call this normalization in spending, you know, post-COVID. So Dick's Sporting Goods capitalized really well. They did a great job capitalizing upon, uh, you know, the pandemic, so to say, disruptions. But my, what, I, what I worry about is like with this report is, you know, what, what the, the management team might be seeing now in terms of potentially slowing trends and how that may impact their guidance. Yeah, and I'm going to ask you a little more about some of the details that you're expecting because some of the relationships that Dick's have um, is probably good news for them as far as stocking items because they are a big name. They have some big relationships. And so there was some good news there overall and that they may also be passing along some of the costs, some, some select costs. Lee Bowl, your thoughts here on Dick's Sporting Goods ahead of the numbers tomorrow. Yeah, looking at the technical condition, Nicole, it's uh, it's at an interesting level. We have uh, the 200-day moving average up there at 113.27, and today it looks like we're handily rejected from that. We're down about, what, 4%. Uh, now, there is long-term support on the chart between 92 and 100. There's Fibonacci support at 96.50, which is the 38.2% retracement over from the March 2020 low. There's also support at 98.91, which is the 50% retracement level from the December 2020 low. Resistance, you've got the 200-day moving average looming up there, as I said, at 113, but you also have before that two resistance levels at 111, which is the highs from uh, the December timeframe. Um, the only really positive technical condition I see is there was an on-balance volume divergence at the 225 low. We made a lower low than we did in December, but the on-balance volume line was higher. The other thing that I noticed is its relative strength line versus the market for the last six months is 87, which has been holding in there. So relative strength is okay. So what do you think of that, Brian? As you take a look, Lee did a great job of showing us some of the technicals on the chart. Uh, before we get back to some of the fundamentals that I wanted to ask you about, your thoughts on the chart itself? Well, look, I mean, Lee clearly knows technicals much, much better than me. So I, I th what I think I hear him saying, I just don't this is not what I do, but it sounds to me like the stock is pretty heavy. And, you know, I, 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 that's the case. And Lee, please chime in if I'm saying something wrong. But, uh, you know, that's been that's the case I see a lot. I mean, there's just not a lot of tolerance right now from investors towards any type of misstep you know, from these companies. 
what I would point out again, Lee's much more, much, much more sophisticated in this than I am. But when I look at Dick's sporting goods, I mean, this was a stock that, you know, pre pandemic, and I know that's a while ago now, pre pandemic traded much lower. Right. So, they, you know, we're, we're still, even though the stock's off its highs now, it's still significantly higher than it was pre pandemic. I mean, what that tells me, that gives me some concern. Okay. Cause that's, I just don't think the market's prepared yet. Before this this post COVID normalization spending, which I think could have an impact on dicks. Yeah, well, Brian, that's what I wanted to ask you because then I'm going to have Lee do a comparison with um, Dix to some of the other big retailers. But Brian, your thoughts here on how maybe Dix is positioned as far as all of these types of athleisure or apparel brands, um, and how you're feeling about the group. For example, Foot Locker said Nike and the sales there not as good news because Nike's working more with direct to consumer. Um, we know the supply chain issues. We know inflation. What's the big picture here when it looks at, at Dick's passing on some of the costs? Are there clear winners to you, Brian? Look, it's just like you're laying. There's, there's a lot of pluses and minuses. You know, so, you know, as I think about and where I've really got my, when I talk to our clients, where I've calibrated my mind is around this, what's the post-pandemic consumer backdrop going to look like? Okay, I do believe, and I mean, I've said this with my coverage of Nike, Lululemon, and, and Under Armour, as well as others, that I think you know there was already this casualization trend happening. I think that you know picked up steam through the pandemic, and I think to a certain extent, you know, that sticks. I, mean, I think people will be dressing more casual. That in and of itself is a positive for Dicks. We've also seen this return of team sports. You know, as kids have gotten back out to the playing yeah. fields, that's a positive for Dicks. But you know, you mentioned Foot Locker. You know, I wrote a note to our clients when, with their announcement, I guess it was last week or so. What worries me there is what I, as I interpret from what Fort Locker was saying is that, you know, this has been a, a long-term yeah. concern for these retailers is that Nike is getting even more limited with its distribution. You know, Nike's really preferring to sell right. product through its own distribution channels. And that, that could become a negative for Dick's over time. Understood. Lee, final thoughts here as you're doing the charts, you're comparing it to the others. What is it all telling you? It's telling me that uh, I agree with Brian. There's a little bit of uh, heaviness in the stock. I mean, look, look at Walmart, which has been hanging in there all right. You know, there's this issue about uh, they're not the only people selling. Dix is not the only people selling sporting goods. Yes, they're the biggest, you know, pure sporting goods play. But um, Walmart's doing better. Target's doing better. They sell a lot of the same stuff now. Uh, but Foot Locker uh, might be a warning. It, it's getting crushed. So I think the big retailers are doing better than the more specific retailers. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Well, that goes back to the point of the relationships. Um, as I was going through some of the notes and some of the analyst calls where they're looking at exporting as a buy, saying that they do have, right? It's like Apple. Apple will get the chips before a smaller company. Um, quick final thought, Brian. I have 10 seconds left. No, look, I agree, I agree with you, but there's there's relationships matter them more than others. And it's like what Lee was, Lee was alluding, to, uh, alluding to is that you have this issue with Nike. Look, and Nike's been very, very clear that they want to sell more product direct to consumer. And I think over time, that could be a negative for, for Dick's. Thank you both. Brian Nagel of Oppenheimer & Company and Lee Bull of Charles Schwab. A good conversation. And we're ready for Dick's Sporting Goods tomorrow morning before the opening bell. Thank you, gentlemen.